Welcome to this Meetings Today podcast. I'm Danielle Lebrecht, Senior Content Director for Meetings Today. Joining us today is Mike Larragetta, the Vice President of Sales for the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority, which is a valuable resource for meeting and event planners considering the Reno Tahoe area in Nevada for their next program. Today, Mike will be sharing a little more information about Reno Tahoe and its best lodging options, venues, activities, and more. Thank you so much for joining us today, Mike. Danielle, thank you. And thank you, Meetings Today. It's a pleasure to be here. So to kick things off, why don't you tell our audience a little bit more about the Reno-Tahoe area and some of the top advantages you think it has for meetings and events? Absolutely. So you know, it's it's for me, it's a little bit of a personal story to talk about Reno-Tahoe as I um, began my career here and left. And when I left the region in 2001, you know, Reno was really known as the biggest little city, a gaming town, a little Las Vegas. And when I returned after spending time in, in Southern Nevada and in a brief stint in the in the Caribbean, I came back and the first question I asked myself is, what happened to my biggest little city? What happened to my little gaming town? And we've just transitioned so much in the last 15 years. A lot of people don't realize that that from a economic development standpoint, there have been some major, major companies that relocated to the Reno area. Companies such as Switch, Tesla, Panasonic. You know, we we like to say in, as part of our sales bill that Reno's become the next Silicon Valley and it's really making Northern Nevada home. And Trek, which is a, a business park that was developed about nine miles out of Reno, hosting some of these, these major brand companies is the largest industrial park in the world, about 107,000 acres. Um, and like I said, in addition to Tesla, companies like blockchain and Google, Switch, it's just it's just unbelievable. And of course, whatever what else also makes Reno very special and unique is the ease of getting here, the airport, our proximity. Um, we have 11 major carriers, different carriers that service Reno Tahoe with Southwest being our, our largest carrier. And we always talk about the ease of of Reno in terms of being a 15-minute town. Um, a, a little inside joke that we always use amongst our team that is that if you've, if you've gone somewhere and it took you more than 15 minutes, you're lost. Because <laughs> we, we say from our airport to our hotels to our convention center is about a 15-minute loop. So the ease of doing business, the ease from a logistics standpoint really makes Reno very unique as well. And then of course, weather, right? I mean, located in Northern Nevada, we get all four seasons. Uh, we get 300 days of annual sunshine. We sit at the base of the Sierra Nevada mountains. Everybody knows Lake Tahoe and just an absolutely beautiful winter wonderland, but Lake in the summer is gorgeous as well. And then of course, adjacent uh, to Reno is the city of Sparks, which is another economic boom that has thrived in the last 15 years. It is growing um, every year and a lot of business development in that area as well. Definitely. Yeah. I was actually in the Reno Tahoe area at the end of the summer and all of that energy and development was really palpable there. So it's really exciting to hear all of the development that has gone on there. For our listeners, you know, one of the most important things for them when sourcing a location are the event venues and the best lodging options in the area. So what are what are some of the best venues and hotels in the Reno Tahoe area for meeting and event groups specifically? So uh, we're very fortunate. Um, 
from the standpoint of having some very unique venues. You know, one thing that a lot of people don't realize about Reno Tahoe is that we actually manage four of our own facilities. Um, we manage them for years. We outsource them um, to a third party for about three years. And recently our board of directors uh, voted unanimously for us to bring our venues back in house. And so that went into effect in early June of 2022. Those four facilities obviously are the you know, Sparks Convention Center, which features 600,000 square feet of meeting space, large exhibit halls, 50 plus breakout rooms, and then a large 25,000 square foot ballroom. We also feature three other unique venues. One is the you know, Sparks Livestock Events Center, which is primarily used for equine events, uh, the Reno Rodeo. Um, we do do some smaller sporting events in that venue, but predominantly it's used for equine. And then the Reno Event Center, which is downtown, which is a, a 56,000 square foot venue that is predominantly used for concerts, um, sporting events. But we do put a lot of group business in, in that venue, as we do with the Livestock Event Center as well. And then the fourth venue that we manage here at the RSCBA is the National Bowling Stadium. And the National Bowling Stadium consists of 78 world-class um, bowling lanes and then also Kingpin, which is an additional 10 lanes uh, at, the, at the street level of the facility. And we, we reference the National Bowling Stadium as the Taj Mahal of Bowling. And it predominantly is used for the USBC, United States Bowling Congress, which has been visiting Reno for decades and actually returns this summer, um, actually this spring into summer with the Open, which will represent about 80,000 plus uh, room nights and thousands and thousands of bowlers. And they look forward to coming an opportunity and they look at it as this is their Super Bowl, uh, their opportunity to bowl in the most renowned uh, world-class bowling uh, stadium in North America. Now, above and beyond that, obviously we have some great offsite venues that we use all the time for the, uh, the group business, the meetings and convention and also sports uh, segment. And that's National Auto Museum, which is downtown. Uh, it can hold groups uh, in terms of numbers anywhere from 50 to as large as 1,200. They just went through a, a major renovation and added an exterior patio, patio area, which can feature live music, cocktail parties, events, venues, banquets. But inside, they also can hold up to another 1,200 people. So we use that venue all the time. It's very well known. It was the original um, Harris Auto Museum, and then it became just the National Auto Museum a few years ago. Uh, in addition to that, as I mentioned, Sparks, which is a connecting city to Reno, uh, developed the Sparks Marina. And uh, that venue has been developed from a retail and restaurant standpoint. And there again, um, the lake features uh, trails around the lake. There's fishing. A lot of people get out on their kayaks. And it's, it's literally connected to Reno. You are two minutes. You don't even know when you go into Sparks from Reno, which is another great attraction that we use all the time. And then a third one that I'll mention is the Nevada Museum Art. Again, located downtown, beautiful rooftop, views in the entire city. It offers a sophisticated setting with a superb amenities and service. Great. And like you said, you know, accessibility is one of the big highlights of the Reno Tahoe area. And I would imagine that all of these great venues are pretty close to some hotel options for meeting and event groups. Can you walk through some of the um, main hotels that you'd recommend for meetings and events? Of course, absolutely. So again, we're very fortunate that we have a, um, a diverse brand of product uh, within the Reno Tahoe area. Uh, we have seven what we call the, the major hotels that have um, significant inventory and significant meeting space. So just by name, just a few of those, the, the Peppermint Hotel Resort is over 1,600 rooms and has 
uh, well over 100,000 square feet of space. The Atlantis, which is also on the south side of the city, has an, an 825 rooms of inventory and actually has a sky bridge that is connected to the convention center. And then the Grand Sierra Resort, which is our largest property that we work with, with over 2,000 rooms and north of 200,000 square feet uh, of meeting space and exhibit halls on site. In the downtown area, uh, the Row, which is a season enter entertainment um, makeup of three properties with Circus Circus, the Silver Legacy, and the El Dorado. Those three properties consist of over 4,200 rooms, and they have over 100,000 square feet. And then from when I go back to the unique comment, we have two non-gaming, non-smoking properties located in downtown. Of course, everybody, when they think of cities like Reno, um, they think of gaming, gaming, gaming. Well, between these two properties and numerous select service properties, which are brands of Hyatt, Hilton, and all of the brands that fall under those major brand portfolios um, are located in the Reno Tahoe area as well. So the two non-gaming properties, one is Whitney Peak, which is north of 200 rooms. Again, non-gaming, non-smoking, indoor, outdoor, rock climbing walls, really cool, very unique uh, amenity that, that is unique to our destination. And then the Renaissance. And the Renaissance Hotel, again, is uh, obviously part of the Marriott family, has over 200 rooms, a beautiful boutique hotel, and they feature um, some really cool offsite venue space called Bocce Ball, a boondocks bocce, and it's uh, bocce ball themed. But they also, within bocce, they have pool tables, arcade games, ping pong. We just did a, a major program there, uh, holding over 700 people in this venue. They have the longest bar in Northern Nevada. They do great food, and it's a really cool venue. Awesome. Sounds like a really great range of properties for groups to choose from. So you had mentioned before, you know, the Reno Tahoe area is really fast growing. A lot of companies are bringing business to town. What are some of the other latest developments that you think our audience should know about? Boy, I mean, you know, that's that's a very broad question, right? There's so much going in our community. Um, we've always been known for our outdoor amenities and they continue to grow as well. You know, if you are an outdoors person from the hiking, the biking, the the water sports, the snowmobiling, the skiing, the boarding, I mean, everything is within, you know, five minutes of our of our downtown facility. You literally jump in a car and you are at the base of our Sierra Mountains in, in five minutes. Um, obviously, Tahoe is, is really well known and, and our closest ski resort is with 30 minutes. As it relates to development, as I mentioned, you know, from the business standpoint, we, we are seeing continued companies relocating to Reno. We've got an amazing partnership um, with a company called Edon, who is responsible for going out and selecting companies to relocate to the state of Nevada. Obviously, our state has a lot of tax benefits that makes it very attractive to companies to relocate here. We also have a great relationship with uh, Tier 1 University at the University of Nevada, Reno, which is, again, literally a half a mile from downtown Reno. So it's a, it's a great foundation for these companies to relocate talent um, to come and work for them and stay within the city that either they were born and raised in or they've grown to love by going to school at the University of Nevada. In terms of hotel development, we've had some news recently, which is very exciting. You know, Reno for years has always been, um, with the exception of select service properties, uh, not a big brand property um, location. So you don't see the big Hyatts, the Marriott's, the Hilton's. Uh, so much. You see more of the independent brands like the Peppermill and the Atlantis, Whitney Peak and the Grand Cedar Resort. But with that, we've had some exciting news um, that is just literally in the last few months of properties that are relocating or building here. So the Tahoe Biltmore, which is in North Lake Tahoe, 
was just announced that they're building a Waldorf Astoria there. Um, that will take place uh, in early of 2027 in terms of an open date. It will feature 76 guest rooms, 61 Waldorf Astoria branded residents. Uh, the design will be a contemporary base that reflects the aesthetics of Lake Tahoe. In addition to that, in, in downtown, Kempton has announced that they're building a property. And that official groundbreaking took place in May of 2022. It's the first Kempton Boutique Hotel in, in all of Nevada. Uh, CAI Investments is a high-profile boutique hotel project on Core Street in downtown Reno as well. The, the Kempton, um, just to go back to that, will feature around 270 rooms, uh, 50 private Kempton condo residents, uh, 65,000 square feet of office space, 50,000 square feet of meeting space, and four restaurants plus a rooftop bar. Um, the Midtown area, we haven't really talked about Midtown as much, which is is something that didn't exist literally when I left Reno in 2001. And it's it's the area located between South Reno and downtown. And the long-term goal there is to literally connect downtown to South Reno, down to where the convention center is located and the Peppermill and Atlantis hotels and develop retail and restaurant. And the city of Reno went, and went in about a year ago and completely did a remodel of all the streets, widening the streets, um, adding a lot of uh, landscaping and lighting and poles that we can use for obviously hanging group names and flags. And a lot of restaurant and retail development has gone into that area. Uh, it's it's all about walkability, as you see in a lot of um, cities around the, around the country. You want to create uh, a culture and an environment where people have the ability to live, work, play. And with a lot of the development in the downtown area of of living um, residential options. It's creating an opportunity for these individuals and these people that resi now reside in Reno to live and work and play within their uh, their area where they reside. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's all really exciting stuff. And, um, you know, a lot of opportunities for meeting and event attendees to really explore and kind of see what the city has to offer. And that kind of brings me to my next question, which takes us outside of the meeting room and the venues. You know, there, I know there are a wide range of offsite activities for attendees to enjoy in Reno Tahoe, whether it's for team building or networking or even attendees who want to tack on time before after the program begins or ends. So in your opinion, what are some of the best activities that you think really can give visitors an opportunity to immerse themselves in the destination? Yeah, I'm going to be a little bit redundant on this. And I think I answered this question a little bit earlier, probably sidetracked a little bit on the, the actual question you asked. But again, you know, what we are really known for in Reno Tahoe is the outdoors and all of the amenities and attractions that come with being in northern Nevada and at the base of the, of the Sierra Nevadas and being adjacent to Tahoe. And again, that is the, the world-class biking, hiking, the skiing and snowboarding, um, golf. We have, we, you know, no, we have not been known per se as a renowned golf destination, destination and the number of courses that have been built in world-class golf courses within a 30 mile radius of downtown Reno is amazing. I mean, we have a, a, a very large concentration of, of golf courses. And the beautiful thing about our golf, and as you can you can probably tell, I'm, I'm a golfer, so I'm, I'm a little bit biased towards talking about golf, is that the majority of the golf courses are public and affordable and easily accessible. And so uh, a lot of times when we book business, people will like, either come in early prior to their meetings or stay a few days after 
you know, enjoy a lot of these outdoor activities or whether, again, whether they are a hiker, a biker, water sports, depending on the seasonality of when their meeting is taking place, there's a plethora of opportunities for them to enjoy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's great. So for our final question today, are there any incentives for the coming year as meeting planners, you know, consider the Reno Tahoe area for their next program, any incentives they should know about um, as they look ahead? We do, um, you know, like like a lot of CBBs and DMOs and, and destinations, we have standard uh, incentives that we we offer to uh, potential groups to to look at Reno Tahoe and Sparks as a as a possible meeting destination. Um, some of those that we have are we offer a five thousand dollars signing bonus um, to be applied towards group masters account or expenditures when they book new business, which is obviously defined as it's never been to the destination before or not been here in, in at least three years. And as long as that business represents a thousand or nights or more, um, no questions asked, we will hand over a check for $5,000 to be used towards, again, their master account or their expenditures. We have a great program that was in play when I joined the organization over six years ago called Come See, Fly Free. Uh, this is a hosted one-on-one uh, -on -one site inspection of the Reno Tahoe destination, which will help you basically see what we have to offer, right? We'll cover your airfare, your, your accommodations, your dining, entertainment, recreation, um, where they come and then we partner with our hotels and then if the meeting books our hotels participate in offsetting some of the expense and then one thing that we like to tout a lot which has been used in a lot of our advertising last few years is because um, we are a lot of one-off unique brands we we always want to communicate to the the meeting planners and the industry in general is that we are one of the the few destinations out there that still pays the full 10 percent commission uh, to two third parties and meeting planners, which is which is pretty unique in the world we are living today in the MNC side. And then last, I would close it with is that that we are we are very um, fortunate to be able to customize incentives, and we have a great relationship with all of our hotel partners and our stakeholders and our sales leaders. And we literally, when we're looking at a piece of business or we get an opportunity to bid on a piece of business, we will collaborate with the hotels. And we are able to customize an offer that we feel is really something that that piece of business is particularly looking for, that's unique to them, that is relevant, that will help us put us in a competitive advantage to bring business to Reno Tahoe. Mm -hmm. Great. Well, thank you so much for providing all that information. That brings us to the end of this podcast today. Thank you so much again, Mike, for joining us and sharing all of your insights about the Reno Tahoe area. Danielle, thank you. Appreciate meetings today and the opportunity to, to uh, to present to your listeners and we look forward to seeing you all in Reno, Tahoe and Spark soon and happy new year and have a wonderful uh, 2023. And to our listeners, if you want to learn more about planning a meeting in Reno, Tahoe, check out www.visitrenotahoe.com or visit meetingstoday.com for more content on this region. A special thanks to the Reno Sparks Convention and Visitors Authority for their partnership on this episode. And thank you all for tuning into this episode of the Meetings Today podcast. If you liked this episode, check out all of our episodes where we profile destinations around the world and interview thought leaders in the meetings and events industry. Find them all at meetingstoday.com slash podcasts or listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Thanks. Thank you.